Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today's episode, we're talking about a very simple meditation practice. It's the five senses meditation, but really we're trying to focus your or flex your focus muscle. Okay. So it is a meditation or activity reflection, however you want to look at it. Uh, I'm going to describe what it is, why we use it, and then give you all kinds of different examples of things that you might focus on. So, you know, for each of your five senses, you get to choose which one of those uh, really, you know, calls to you. And when we focus, especially using tools like this, we get a greater sense of peace and well-being in our life. And we're also able to solve problems and be creative. So, your focus muscle, just like any other muscle in your body, if you don't use it, you lose it. And I'm going to share with you why certain parts of our life are not set up for us to actually focus. Okay. So this is going to be one of those meditations that you can use at any time. Uh, it's fairly quick, only two minutes, a a pop really. Um, but it is also one that you're going to need to close your eyes for. Now, as I go through and I explain everything, it's okay to listen to this episode. Uh, I'm not going to lead you through a guided meditation. So if you're a person who is doing something active while you're listening to the podcast, it's okay. You can listen to this one. I'm just going to describe it. And then when you're actually doing the meditation, please make sure that you're safe and you're uh, in a place where you can close your eyes. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. Okay, so I want to start out by a quote from the philosopher, uh, I think it's pronounced Kaiserling. So he said that no obstacle can permanently withstand the exceptional power of maximum concentration. I know this one to be true for myself. I I can tell you this for myself and also uh, for clients that I work with. The more focused you can be in general, the more that you can uh, increase your peace, decrease your stress, and you can be more creative, more productive, and solve problems quicker. Okay. So, so the, the tribe, if you will, that, that I'm trying to build here is really people who are focused on their thinking, right? But, but focus is one of those. And the power of focus is that it really helps us to center our scattered thoughts. Okay. And focus is like a muscle. If you don't use it, it can atrophy. And I think about uh, the last year and a half or so of my recovery from hip surgery. Uh, there were muscles in the three years prior where because of the injury, I was not engaging those muscles. I was kind of over overcompensating and using other muscles. And so as a part of that healing process, it was to engage the muscles that I hadn't been using for three years. Let me tell you, that was hard work kind of still is. Okay. So if you don't use this, this focus muscle, it's going to atrophy atrophy. Now here's the thing. Uh, and before those of you who are listening or, you know, if you're in the education system, please know that is my background. Uh, but the traditional education system is not set up to help you focus. 
If you think about the way the system is set up, it is it it says it's there to help you focus, but it's really there to help you go from one subject matter to the next, learn this fact, uh, and it's really not about focusing on one thing for a sustained amount of time. Remember, um, Kaiserling said no obstacle can permanently withstand the exceptional power of maximum concentration. It's not necessarily how the system is set up. If you've only got 40 minutes to do math and then it's time to move on to do reading, uh, it doesn't matter if you didn't get to the answer you needed in math because it's time to move on. Okay, so we must train ourselves. Um, this, what I'm going to tell you today, is very simple and profound meditation. Uh, it, it really just is a practice. Honestly, it's not, I, yes, it's a form of meditation, but not like some of the other forms we've used on the podcast. It's very simple. Uh, two to four minutes a day can really help you uh, increase your focus and your peace. Um, I, I especially, especially like to use this one after there's been some sort of quote unquote negative experience. So for example, if you have a, a walkie interaction at work or you have an argument with your significant other, or maybe you're, um, you know, doing bills, it's, it's bill payday and, and you get a little bit of stress. Anytime you find yourself in a place where you're feeling that stress, it's good for you to stop and do this uh, two minute exercise. Okay. And also if you're a teacher or a parent, especially of children who are, I would say age eight and up, you can teach them this practice too. All right. So as I often say, uh, this is a simple practice. But one of the things that happens when you say it's simple is that people discount it. And the more I go about life, the more I realize that the simple things matter more than the complex things. Uh, I think we take the simple and we make them very complex, especially as educators. I think because, huh, how do I say this nicely? Uh, I think it gives us safety and security. It makes us feel like we're in some sort of uh, sense of control and it's, uh, it feels better when in reality, we just need to stop and focus on the simple thing. Okay. So, um, this really is a, a meditation or activity to work on your focus. We're not necessarily, you know, cleansing out your mind. We're not changing your beliefs. We're not working on emotions. Uh, although some of those things might occur, that's not our, our, uh, intention. Okay. We're really working on our focus in order to be able to use this muscle whenever we want to. Okay. So it's pretty simple. Um, this is going to focus on our five senses. Okay. So visual, kinesthetic, olfactory, which is your, your, um, smell, taste, and auditory. Now, you can choose, I'm going to give you examples of each one of these, but you can choose which one draws you more. Uh, so you'll know, uh, I have a, a friend of mine who is a chef. Uh, you know, he's very much into the, uh, sense of smell and taste. Uh, I have, uh, another friend of mine who's very much a visual person, uh, one of my children is very much an auditory person. I've got a, a few friends of mine who are dancers and they're very kinesthetic. So you can choose, uh, it, and quite frankly, you can choose the thing that makes you sing 
Or you can choose the thing that you're like, hmm, I don't necessarily think about that. So like olfactory for me, uh, the sense of smell, I just don't really think about that. It's not, not my top one. Uh, and so maybe I'll choose to use some of those examples to not only increase my focus, but maybe to get in touch a little bit with that, that sense of smell. Totally up to you. This is all supposed to be fun, kind of an experiment. Play with it. It doesn't really matter how you do it, just that you choose something to focus on, okay? You're going to close your eyes during this um, just so that you can kind of get in touch with that. So this is not a moving meditation where you're going to be walking or driving or anything. So stay safe. So you're going to close your eyes. I'm not going to lead you through the meditation today. So if you feel like, you know, you're out and you're moving and doing things, you don't have to stop. I'm going to explain it. But when you do this, this activity, make sure that you're not moving. Okay. Um, there's no particular thing that you have to do to get ready. Although if you feel like you need to do some sort of breathing to relax or whatever, uh, this is one of those that you really don't have to do that for. You can enter in quite quickly. Uh, the, the real thing is that you need to, um, close your eyes and you need to focus for two minutes. Now, if for some reason you find that your mind is wandering, it's okay. Just kind of bring it back. Okay. Um, I, I think of it this way. It's like holding a bird in your hand. If you squeeze too hard, you're going to kill the bird. But if you're not, if you don't squeeze hard enough, the bird's going to fly away. That's how it is in meditation. So if you think about it this way, if you squeeze too hard, that's like you trying to make or force something to happen. You're going to kill your meditation time. If you are not you know, squeezing hard enough, the bird's going to fly away. Meaning if you, uh, you know, get a little untouched or out of touch, I should say with your thoughts, the bird flies away. Just bring it back, hold it in your hand. Okay. And the more that you, you do this activity, the more you're going to get comfortable with what that means. Okay, so I'm going to give you some examples. Uh, again, you, you get to choose. Uh, you might want to write some of these down. Uh, you're going to close your eyes, set your timer for two minutes, and just focus. <clears throat> All right. So let's start with the visual. Um, so the visual, there's a, a couple different examples. You can um, uh, um, imagine that you are seeing your pen write your name kind of slowly, not like I would do my uh, signature, which is really fast. You can't even tell it's mine, but whatever. Uh, but imagine your pen is writing your name. Okay. And just sit and focus on that for two minutes. When you're, when you're done writing your name, begin again. Okay. See, very simple. You're just focusing. Um, uh, the next one is you could imagine a number. So let's say there's, um, uh, a number seven. So, you could uh, see the number seven and just focus on that number. As you get good with that, what you could do is you can turn it from just not just a one digit number, but it could be a two digit number, three digit, four digit. You can go up as many digits as you can easily maintain that. So you're probably not going to have, you know, 10 digit number because it's going to be very hard to focus on that. Um, some people choose uh, something like their um, their address. 
Uh, so mine would be 1868. I could easily focus on that. You might also be able to focus on your birthday or your phone number. That one might be the largest number you could focus on. Uh, the key here is just to pick a number and focus on it. Okay, you're not trying to change the number or do anything with it. You're just using it to focus. Another thing that you could easily visualize is uh, shapes with a certain color. You know, maybe you can have a golden triangle or a violet circle or a blue star. You pick whatever you think. Okay. All right. So the, uh, I'm going to go and do the olfactory next one. Uh, so this is your sense of smell. So same thing, close your eyes, set the timer for two minutes and really try to engage with a smell. Uh, it could be maybe perfume or my 11 year old, her favorite smell is the smell of gas. She loves when we go get gas in the car. Don't know why, but she loves it. Um, maybe a, a special flower or an, an herb or an essential oil. And you, you may even, if you have some essential oils in your home, you may even want to um, smell that before you try to focus on that. Um, as you're getting good at this, what you can do is you can actually have the essential oil with you and sniff it as you're, you're meditating on that. Or you can take just a little tiny drop and maybe put it uh, on your, your upper lip under your nose. Uh, you could imagine a pine forest or uh, a campfire or the ocean. Anything uh, is up for grabs here. Pick something and focus on that for two minutes. Your, your sense of taste is very similar to that, but it could be a banana, an almond, yogurt, whipped cream, a tomato, a dill pickle. Um, you could think about your favorite dish. So you could imagine that you're sitting right at the table with your favorite dish. What is the, the, the placemat setting? What does that look like? Uh, what's the temperature of the food, the texture, the taste, the sight? Um, feel the knife and fork as you're using it and as you're, you're um, engaging with that food. What are you drinking? Are you drinking water or wine with your meal? Okay. Uh, the auditory one, um, you know, you can think about a, a voice calling your name. Uh, you can think about traffic. I personally wouldn't think about that because I don't like traffic. But if you like that, if you grew up with that, there you go. I often think about trains. Uh, several places where I grew up in my childhood, uh, we live near trains. We don't now. And so sometimes I'll think about trains. Uh, the birds chirping. That's one that I absolutely love and I'm hearing a lot of these days. Um, you can think about the, the sounds of people at a party or the waves of the ocean or the lake, um, children playing, or a squeaky door, um, or a, a gong or bell. Again, pick any sound that you want to focus on for two minutes. So if there's going to be a sound here that uh, adds more stress to you, so for me, I wouldn't pick traffic, and I probably wouldn't pick the squeaky door because that's annoying. But if, if, if there's a sound that you love to hear, focus on that for two minutes. Okay. And the kinesthetic one, I really enjoy. Um, this is my, my kind of go-to. It does uh, include a couple of the different senses together. Um, but you know, you can think of something like shaking somebody's hand, right? So feeling the surface of their, 
their hand and yours, the temperature, the texture, the pressure. Uh, again, if that freaks you out, don't use that one. Okay. I, I use that one with a lot of coaching clients when we're working on networking and, and really bringing great energy to networking. Um, one that I use a lot is to pet an animal. Um, you know, the, pick an animal, a cat, a dog, something. Uh, I have a, one client who has tons of horses. And so that's what she does is she imagines she's with one of her horses. Um, you could imagine that you're holding something like a lemon, right? If you hold a lemon, what does it feel like? Typically it's a little more cold. It's got a, a weird kind of texture to it or, uh, maybe tree bark or snow or a flower or sand or water or maybe a feather. Okay. You could also, instead of just touching, you could imagine yourself moving. Okay. So for example, you, you might uh, imagine yourself walking or running on a beach and really feeling your, what your body feels like to walk or run on that beach. Uh, you could imagine what it feels like to drive a car. So what does it feel like to have your hands on the steering wheel, to move the steering wheel? Um, what does it feel like to have your foot on that pedal? Um, what does it feel like on your body if you were to turn right or to turn left? Okay. Or um, one thing I think about is if you're playing sports, so, uh, what does it feel like if you're swimming or playing tennis or basketball or choose your sport? Okay. How does that feel to move your body? So in essence, what you're trying to do here is just connect with that movement or the feeling. Now, as you get going, what you can do with all of these is you can have, you can have the, the image and the feeling. Um, so for example, you know, if you're going to pet an animal, you can see the dog and feel the dog. Uh, and then as you progress, you, you don't have to see the dog to feel what the dog feels like. And then what's really cool is that the more you practice this is that you don't have to see it and feel it. It's almost like your body just knows it kind of receives the feeling from the dog. I don't know how to explain it other than that. Um, but keep practicing and you'll know when you get there. Okay. So again, if you struggle with this, just come back. Okay. Remember you're practicing. Uh, I, I think about if you're going to, um, start a weight lifting regimen, you know, you, you've, uh, realized, oh no, my body composition is off. My strength is off. My energy is off. I need to start, you know, lifting some weights. You don't automatically go to lifting, you know, 500 pounds. Your, your muscles have, have atrophied and you need to work up to it. That's what this is. If, if you struggle with focus on anything, your, your focus muscle has atrophied. And these are the exercises that are going to get you up there. Remember, you can do as many of these two minute sessions as you want a day, but remember, you're going to get a little sore, if you will. Okay. So if you start a workout regimen and you go to the gym three times a day, you're probably going to be sore. So be gentle on yourself. And if you struggle, just come back. Okay. Uh, again, a couple examples. I love to pet the dog. I actually have like my little happy place garden meditation where I have a dog. And so I'll spend two minutes with, with the dog. I find that it definitely lowers my heart rate and my blood pressure. And when I come out of that two minutes, I feel a greater sense of peace. 
Um, a friend of mine really combines the touch and the taste together. Um, he's very much about foods. And so the touch and taste one, it kind of, he says it just brings him back to what he calls his center. Um, and then a client of mine, uh, is a dancer and, uh, she really feels that, uh, when she imagines herself, not just dancing, but doing very physical things, she imagines every muscle being engaged during that. So it's not just about the dance. It's about feeling her muscles. Okay. So really just experiment. The list is endless of what you could do. Okay. Have fun with this. Don't make this be something so serious, right? Just have fun with this. Use it whenever you need to, especially in times of great stress. Um, but, but try to use it when you're not in stress to get used to it so that when you are in stress, it becomes a really valuable tool. Okay. So again, choose what you want to do. Um, set your timer for two minutes, close your eyes, Focus as much as you can. Uh, don't kill the bird and don't let the bird fly away. Just try to come back, right? And enjoy. Awesome. I hope this is really helpful to you today. I really hope you go out and practice this. Please let me know how it goes for you. If you have any issues or challenges, let me know. Uh, I can talk you through those, okay? Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.